Today on City Cash Chicago. The beauty of Chicago is our neighborhoods, overflowing with distinct pockets of history, culture, things to do. One part of the city I haven't spent a ton of time in is the far north side. So we're headed to Uptown, Edgewater, and Rogers Park. It's Thursday, August 18th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. So I'm up here at the Montrose Point Bird Sanctuary, and this week we're doing a little neighborhood guide. And so I'm joined by producer Simone Alisea, who lives in Uptown. What's up, Simone? Hey, Jacoby. Glad you're, I'm glad to see you here up, up in my neighborhood. No, I'm glad to be here. So I've spent some time up here, but overall I'm not really familiar with like the history of the, the far north side. I, I would consider this to be like the, the far north yeah, side, would yeah. you? Yeah, totally. I mean, Rogers Park uh, is the edge of the city to the to the northeast. <laughs> but I've, I've never actually walked through the Burr Sanctuary before. Um, wh- Why did you bring us here? So I love this place. If we just stand where we are right now, we just walked, I don't know, maybe like 50 feet from the entrance. And it feels like you're not even in the city anymore. Mm-hmm. And so for people who don't know, the Montrose Point Bird Sanctuary is basically designed to be a haven for migratory birds. Um, And so if you sit and listen, you can hear. um, I'm not a birder, so I couldn't tell you what kinds of birds we're hearing. (laughs) But but if you kind of hear with your ears, we want to sit for a second. Yeah, it's really gorgeous. And then on top of that, the thing that makes it a haven for migratory birds is all of these like great native plants, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, if you want to see some wildlife and see some plant life, and you know me, I love mm-hmm. walking among the plants. So, Simone, why'd you move to Uptown when you came back from Seattle? You had 77 community areas, <laughs> 200 neighborhoods to pick from. What was it about this area that, you know, just just grabbed you? Yeah, so uh, I I did my undergrad at Northwestern, so I was in Evanston, and so you know when I did come to the city, I was mostly spending time sort of on the north side along the red line, right? Makes sense. Um, and I had lived in Rogers Park for a year after graduation, and then moved back to Seattle. And when it came time to move back to Chicago, you know I kind of knew that this was the area, you know, between Rogers Park, Edgewater, Uptown, that, that this was kind of the area I wanted to be. I knew I wanted to be close to the lake. I kind of knew the neighborhoods already. I have like a very distinct memory of my first time going to Loyola Beach and hearing Spanish spoken, hearing Tagalog spoken, hearing um, African languages that I'm not familiar with spoken. You can hear the accents even as people walk through yeah, even as the, bird walking through the bird sanctuary. Yeah, different abs- people we've seen in here. Absolutely. And I think like the fact that you can kind of feel it on the ground, mm-hmm. I think is so interesting. I did go and like look up the numbers and you know, I, I think a lot of people, particularly with Rogers Park, people have talked about how like Rogers Park is sort of one of the most diverse neighborhoods in the country, um, that it reflects Chicago's diversity. That is still very close to true for the most part. Um, Rogers Park, Edgewater, and Uptown have all been getting whiter over the past 20 years. We know Uptown has seen a lot of gentrification in particular. And in all three neighborhoods, over a third of residents speak a language other than English at home. Oh, wow. I moved to my apartment sight unseen. I didn't totally know what it was going to be like. Okay, I feel that. I've been here for a year and a half and like just love the neighborhood more and more every day. Well, let's jump into your neighborhood guide. What category are we going to start with and what of the three neighborhoods are we going to start with? I say let's start with uh, things to see. I know the summer is winding down, but I am just feeling like so outdoorsy and still wanting (laughs) to get outside. 
Uh, and so I'm going to start in Rogers Park okay. and talk about the seawall murals uh, on Loyola Beach. Rogers Park, a lot of people may also recognize the mile of murals, which mm -hmm. are murals between like Tui and Pratt. But these seawall murals are so interesting at, at Loyola Beach because they are repainted every year in this big festival. The festival just passed in June. So, you know, if you were there maybe last summer and you haven't been there for a while, you have an entirely new set of murals to look at. And they're, the murals are painted by community members. And the theme this year that folks were painting on was World of Tomorrow. What's cool about the Artists of the Wall Festival is that they have, those murals were painted by young kids, they were painted by teenagers, they were painted by adults. And it's really a sight to take in, just kind of going up the beach and seeing what, you know, of these 160 murals looks like they're all very unique. And because they're right up on each other, it creates this really cool tapestry um, across the entire, uh, the entire wall. Uh, so what's your next something to see? So I'm sticking with the outdoors because this is a place I actually haven't been to yet, but the more I read about it, the more I want to go there. And that's Graceland Cemetery in Uptown. Um, sort a of on cemetery made the uh, list. All yes. right. I, so this is, this is why I want to go here. Graceland Cemetery is sort of on the southern edge of Uptown. Um, it go, like the boundary of the cemetery goes all the way to Irving Park Road. It's actually billed as the Cemetery and Arboretum. So number one, again, we've got plants. We've got mm -hmm. trees. We've got landscaping, right? We all know how much I love that. Um, but the other thing that is really compelling about the Graceland Cemetery is there are a lot of historic figures who are buried there. Politicians, sports stars. Um, there's also... Uh, a concentration of um, underground railroad activists who are buried there. Oh, wow. In the same way that being in a bird sanctuary is kind of a different way to experience animal life, mm -hmm. I think being in a cemetery is kind of a different way to experience history than, say, being in a museum or something like you. that. Mm -hmm. I mean, Daniel Burnham, mm -hmm. the architect we're constantly talking about when we think about the World's Fair, uh, Oscar Stanton de Priest, the first African-American uh, to be elected to Congress in the modern era. Just as you look through the list, I never really considered uh, cemeteries as these historical places that, as much as they are. And so to see uh, one like Graceland that's been here since 1860, to know that it's also an arboretum, so it ain't just like super creepy. Right, but, right. Man, the thriller video. That's all I be thinking well, about when I get close to a cemetery. Its hours are only uh, during it's the daytime, so you can't go. None. As far as I know, you can't like <laughs> hang out there at night, which I think would be kind of fun. But maybe, maybe, maybe in the future. <laughs> Simone put out a call on Twitter at CityCast Chicago, and we heard from a lot of y'all about some of your favorite spots. Bill Savage, aka Rogers Parkman, on Twitter, he had a bunch of suggestions. Things to look at in Rogers Park, uh, Caribbean American Bakery on Howard Street, Captain Nemo Sandwich Shop at Clark and Jarvis, all the Mexican restaurants on Clark Street. Rogers Park has an amazing Latino population. Uh, the Jarvis Square scene uh, with our public house, Jarvis Square Tavern, uh, Lifeline Theater down by the Morris Stop, Rogers Park Social, another great bar, also by the Morris Stop, uh, Pedestrianized Glenwood uh, between Lunt and Morris, uh, the street end beaches, especially at Albion and Jarvis, you walk to the end of the sidewalk, your feet are in the sand, your feet are in the water. It's amazing and unique, except for maybe a couple spots down in South Shore. Bruno's Lounge on Sheridan Road with its great terracotta frontage. Uh, Canines on Devon, a neighbor of ours that's been there since 1972. Bop and Grill, a great Korean-American fusion place. The Clark Devon Hardware Store at uh, Clark and Devon, oddly enough.
Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? Well, with Aligner Experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patient smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you can transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts, your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. So what about some things to do between Uptown, Rogers Park, and Edgewater? I don't know if an entire neighborhood counts as a thing to do, but the neighborhood spans both Edgewater and Uptown, so I'm going to include it. And I just highly recommend walking Clark Street in Andersonville. Okay. Um, Andersonville, it's a, you know, sort of historically kind of Swedish neighborhood, um, but also, you know, home to women and children first books. Um, there are just a ton of restaurants and a ton of shops. You know, you could wake up on a Sunday looking for brunch, head up to Andersonville, get brunch, get yourself some some new digs, catch yourself a maybe something in the evening too. Like it's just sort of has everything right there and you could spend a whole day there. Uh, go to the Swedish History Museum. Mm-hmm. Um, head to the Brown Elephant. Head to the Brown Elephant, go thrifting. So I, I recommend just just walking Clark Street in Andersonville. I'm sure you'll find something. I, I that's When I first got back here, I ended up spending a lot of time there just because there were sort of so many different things to explore. Yeah, shout out to Andersonville. All right, what's your other uh, notable thing to, to do? So I almost didn't want to say this because I feel like it's so classic. Um, but I recently was here on a tr- when my mother was in town and we got a cocktail at the Green Mill Cocktail Lounge on Broadway in Uptown. Um, this is a historic live jazz venue, sort of prohibition era Chicago they still do live jazz every night uh, and you walk in and you can just sort of smell the history on the place. When I was there with my mother, we were like, are there, you know, are there dead bodies here? Like, this seems like the kind of place where there are, <laughs> there are some secrets. And the bartender, you know, said, said there were no dead bodies, but he did talk to us about the prohibition tunnels running under Uptown. Oh. Um, you know, they had to find a way to get booze to all these speakeasies and so there were this there was this network of tunnels connecting all these different venues around uptown i mean you know the old uptown theater you have uh, all these kind of historic venues in that area around broadway and the tunnels would be used to smuggle booze the green mill you know saw the likes of folks like al capone and others um, they say his booth's still there right yes 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 i think there's a i think there's probably an image of him Somewhere in the bar. I, frankly, the gangster history doesn't interest me that much. I was much more interested in the tunnels under my neighborhood, <laughs> personally. But that's just me. I mean, host the likes of Louis Armstrong, mm-hmm. Billie Holiday, you know, people who put Chicago music, Chicago jazz on the worldwide stage. Now, what would a neighborhood guy be without some things to eat? So what are those restaurants you want people to check out? 
Oh my gosh, this area is blessed <laughs> with so many. One that I was tipped off to actually by a CityCast listener uh, is Im Rice and Beyond that is on Broadway just off of Argyle. It's a, it's a Thai street food restaurant. Um, and if you're like me, when you go to get Thai, you get the same thing every time. Yep. What I love about Im Rice and Beyond is that they really encourage you to get out of that. One of my favorite dishes is a papaya salad uh, that they they call it extra funky because they make it with preserved crab and preserved okay. fish, um, and you can get it really spicy. It's preserved a uh, way of saying like just old. A preserved, but, but like preserved. With a little- Oomph on a little elegance like, on it's it. like fermented or pickled. Okay, that kind of that kind of thing, um, and it's really good. We also had this amazing um, like pork belly with this sauce. I it is out <laughs> of this world. Uh, it, it it's so good. I'll just mention because it's off of Argyle. You know Argyle. You have the Asian Argyle there. So if you're not feeling Thai, you could also try Vietnamese. There's also Chinese restaurants. I have a favorite uh, place for pho, a favorite place for banh mi, and a favorite place for bubble tea and they're all different hey. on Argyle. Hey, when you say blessed, you meant it. So knowing that this choice was extremely hard and trying to whittle it down, what was that other place that people should check out? So so frozen custard is not a thing in the Pacific Northwest where okay. I am from. Uh, I did not have it for the first time until college. And the what I think is one of the best places to get it is Lickety Split in Edgewater, mm-hmm. uh, also on Broadway. They've got this like retro soda fountain kind of vibe going, and they have all this like vintage, can- like so much vintage candy. I like the plain vanilla with hot fudge. That's my custard order, but there's, you know, any number of other combinations and, and toppings and things you can get. But yeah, it's like if you like stuff that's retro, if you like stuff that's vintage um, and you want kind of a, an experience to go along with your custard, I think it, it's, it's a fun stop. Happy to say too that uh, I put out a call on Twitter and uh, you know asked others like sort of what places and there are even more <laughs> than people are so excited to talk about their hoods. Kevin Warwick on Twitter uh, mentioned the Garfield Clarendon Model Railroad Club, which is open Friday. Um, I think model trains are very weird and fun. Johnny Moran on Twitter uh, talked about several places in Edgewater. Uh, Moody's uh, Bar and Edge on Broadway for a burger. Gino's North for a cocktail. Hollywood Beach. Uh, Edge of Sweetness for breakfast. That's a place I actually haven't heard of, so I'm okay. definitely going to have to check that out. Um, Broadway Antiques and Green Element for bargains. Emily McClanathan on Twitter uh mentions the new 400 movie theater and JB Alberto's Pizza in Edgewater, the Armadillo's Pillow Bookstore, uh, and she also mentions the murals at Loyola Beach. And then when we're thinking about, like, weekend, we're always, what are things to do on the weekend? And including this list, the Glenwood Avenue Arts Festival in Rogers Park is this weekend. And, and so if you use this neighborhood guide to make your way up into the neighborhood, uh, we're giving you plenty of things to do, plenty of things to see. Overall, that is a really strong neighborhood guide. Simone, it was wonderful to come up here to the Montrose Point Bird Sanctuary. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for coming up here. There's so much great stuff in Rogers Park. Not just nature and the city, not just bars and restaurants and places to eat, um, but people. It's such a diverse neighborhood. Um, its demographics represent or equal the diverse demographics of the city as a whole. It's loaded with immigrants, it's loaded with refugees, it's loaded with people who've lived here like me for generations, or me and my family for generations. It is a great, great neighborhood. 
So, hope you enjoy. For more listener suggestions for things to do in Uptown, Rogers Park, and Edgewater, visit our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. CTA officials say the city is purchasing 10 new e-buses, bringing the total number to 30. That's because of a $29 million federal grant to buy electric buses and modernize bus garages. All Chicago Park pools, indoor and outdoor, are going to be closed starting Monday. But some indoor pools will reopen after September 6th. And some good news to get you through. Tomorrow, I'm hanging out with some friends at the show for Axios Office Hours at the Hideout. Come out, grab some free drinks, and hear from James Beard award-winning chef Mindy Siegel and rapper-slash-cannabis entrepreneur Vic Mensa. As always, I appreciate you for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Got some watchers. People are watching birds. Where? I'm I kind of feel like I don't want to disturb them. Oh, yeah, they own the trail, on the trail. Yeah. Yeah, we could come back. So we ran into some bird watchers, and we thought to ourselves that with my booming voice <laughs> and Simone's 25 words per second, <laughs> That we might scare off the birds. And so we're going to get back on the main trail. Slash sidewalk. 